everybody. How's it going? I'm doing something different today. I'm sitting here all by myself. If you're just listening, I, uh, you know, it's, it's, I apologize that you just have to listen to me today. I know that most everybody tends to tune in for Carlo's insights and knowledge and experience and all that sort of stuff. But I uh, wanted to take a little bit of time just kind of on my own today to talk about this idea that's been stuck in my head. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know where this is going to go. Um, this is actually take two. But <laughs> really, um, there's this... I, I, I was talking to Carlo last night, and we were just kind of discussing um, our people and some of the problems that we've ex- been experiencing kind of across the... You know, with protocol and just people following kind of the quote-unquote right way to do things. And really made a bit of a speech over text message about wanting to, well, I should let, let me digress a little bit. The goal of 2020 was for it to be our, a year of empowerment. Um, this year absolutely got away from us. COVID kicked us right in the butt. And then we opened a new, new clinic and we grew almost 60% in caseload. And we simply, like we, we didn't lose this year. We grew in a number of different ways, but it wasn't really an empowerment. And with that, and then as you guys, if you listen to the podcast relatively frequently, a lot of our people kind of falling into survival mode. And now we're starting to turn the corner out of it. When I was talking with him, I was like, I, I was kind of pleading. And I just said, we need to start to figure out how to make these, make our people relentless in the pursuit of serve the patient. And I've had this word relentless stuck in my head for about the last week or so, week or two. Um, Over Thanksgiving, I read a book called The Dichotomy of Leadership written by uh, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Babin, I don't really know how to say it. It's B-A-B-I-N for those that are curious. But uh, Jocko has written a number of different books. Um, he and Le- Leif are a uh, former SEAL team leaders. They worked their way up in military ranks, and now they do business consulting f- um, you know, as their full-time gig. When I was working at uh, the consulting company that I came from, read a lot of their stuff, um, read a lot of books in general, just to always try and source these ideas. And in that book, I believe it's chapter six, he talks about this concept of being default aggressive and that the, the mindset of just not being afraid to get in and get your, get your boots on, get your helmet on and start to try stuff, start to contribute to the team. And that's where this, this word relentless for me came from and started doing a lot of consideration of the people that are on our team that have stuck around the longest, the teams that the, the folks that are on our team that have realized the most success. And that term relentless is the one that keeps popping up to me because it really seems to be the variable that's the difference maker. It's the thing that if they have it, 
they seem to succeed here easily. They're not afraid to get in and just continue to try. For us here, you know, the relentless can mean a lot of different things. It can be just showing up every day and never wavering in your ability to fulfill your duties for the patient that are here. It can also mean never ending the problem solving that's necessary to improve protocol that supports that purpose. It can mean trying every single day to keep the people that work here fulfilled, both mentally, physically, you know, pause, purpose and well-being, and to continuously feed that is something that we want people to be relentless on. But why? It's, it's all because the relentless pursuit of serve the patient. Protocol supports that. That The individual return that we try to provide as a company to our people supports that. And the more that we are able to engage people on this purpose, the easier it becomes to update protocol. And that was probably the thing that I think blindsided us the most this summer was we got really bogged into protocol. We had a new building. We had a gluttony of cases. We had new doctors. We had uh, more new staff than we've ever hired before. All of these people that just needed the fundamentals of how to operate at Paw Health because Fortunately, but unfortunately, we're so different in the way that we operate that we really have to focus hard on fundamentals. We really have to focus hard on making sure that people know the right basic steps along the way. And with that and the amount of time that was provided to us essentially in it actually being very limited, what we started to do was actually just micro dive into some of the most pertinent or most outstanding problems. And with that, again, just kept drilling down and down and down and, and kind of lost a little bit of the vision. Now that was bound to happen just based on the variables that were there, but now it's about recentering and, with that recentering, again, that's why this word relentless keeps coming to mind. That's what we want. That's, we want people that, yeah, um, they're going to see what happened this summer and realize the fact that so many variables were, were beating us that they're not going to quit because of that. They're going to be relentless and say, you know what? We absolutely lost a little bit we we got our asses handed to us and it's time to make that better it's time to start to solve that problem it's time to for me to start to contribute to the solution that's going to make sure that that doesn't happen again it's not we're going to sit on our hands and wait for the solution to come around it's going to be how how can i as an individual collaborate with those that are around me and improve protocol, improve well-being of those that are around me, improve clarity uh, with my with my fellow staff members, improve the whole thing because the whole thing is built around the one purpose, the one shared purpose of sh- serve the patient. And the more that 
you know, we, this is, this is another one of the, the things that's in that, that book is you also have to balance uh, this, this concept of empowerment with accountability. We talk a lot about accountability. It's probably the thing that we talk the most about. And this concept sort of takes away from that, but it also makes it more effective. We don't focus on it as much because we focus on it more effectively. Um, where people are going to get out, they're going to try, they're going to do stuff, they're going to create these feedback loops with, excuse me, the people that work here, the people that uh, you know are above them, below them in terms of just uh, role, if you will. And there's going to be times that they're going to falter, they're going to they're going to miss. And the biggest thing that I can say if you're experiencing that is going to be to ask that person why that's the word that matters because the more that you can ask why the more you can determine whether or not you have someone that is willing and able to be (laughs) effectively relentless and sometimes you have someone where you got to pin them in you got to say here's the set of variables where i need you to just push and push and push and sometimes you have someone that doesn't miss and you just let them run free and and somehow they keep doing it but everyone's going to miss at some point but all of it is about using accountability as a tool to maintain this relentless nature now i'm going to try and stop using that word because i'm sure it's getting a little bit tiresome but again let's let's go to the concept that's straight out of the book is this default aggressive this this default of see a problem make a solution see a problem contribute to the individual or to the team that's ultimately going to implement the solution be an implementer try something out put it to the test and give feedback where it works where it doesn't all of this really is just meant to engage that individual purpose and that's why you shouldn't be afraid of it don't be afraid of where you where you work and what that purpose is because if you're afraid something's out of whack and you have to figure out what it is because if it's you you can work on that i myself that's why i read all the time i'm always questioning the way that i think the way that i talk the way that i do things and trying my best to be the best person that I can be. And thankfully I'm in a place that that person, at least as it stands is in alignment with where he works. I don't see that changing, um, anytime soon, but you never know the world's a strange place. But if you don't have that think self analysis is going to be the first place to start. How can you improve? How can you bring more to the table? How can you engage the purpose that is in front of you? Do you engage it through protocol and just making it better? Do you engage it through clarity? Do you engage it through implementation? Just being just flat out the absolute best at doing something. There's a lot of different options that are on that front. But as you start to engage that, as you start to put yourself more out there, also see how it's met you have to read the room and understand if it's being met with acceptance or met with resistance and the way that i would recommend that you try to understand it is going to be this you're going to make a mistake 
Everybody does. I do all the time. I, you know, I, I, I joke about that a little bit, but I'm really, really good at screwing up. But I'm also not afraid of the communication that comes after it. But the way that that communication occurs in an environment where you're of a shared purpose is the individual that you're going to have that conversation with is going to be, why did this mistake occur? They're going to play why. So you're asking why, they're asking why. And it all really is meant to drill down to how do we as a team continue to engage this shared purpose? And if it's not met with that, if the individual doesn't ask why, then you start to do it. So you make a mistake. They say, hey, this is what it is. This is how you do it right. And your understanding of the scenario was a little bit different. Or maybe you just flat out biffed and you can be, all right, you're right. And I'm more than happy to do it the other way or that the correct way, excuse me. But if that's not your understanding, if, if you see a scenario and you say, no, that doesn't encapture the whole picture, but the other person isn't receptive to that, then you have to ask them why they're not willing to hear you out. You have to start to engage that, uh, the purpose discussion, where are they coming from? Because if it is different from you, you have to figure that out. No one's actually going to spoon feed that to you. A company can say that there are a lot of different things. A, a boss can say that he's, you know, a, a true blooded leader or whatever it might be. People in companies and all that say a lot of things. We're also very human. We all make mistakes. And sometimes we just don't realize when we're lying. If that is the case, though, and you're seeking to be relentless in fulfilling a purpose, that means that it's your job to make sure that those that are around you are fulfilling the same purpose. And you continue to ask why. You continue to ask why. And if you never get to an answer, then you continue your way out the door. That's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. A lot of variables play into that. And you have to balance all of the variables that are in your life. However, once you're able to get to the point of balance, then you have to get out. <laughs> that's the only way I can really put it. And that's the biggest reason why we tend to focus and we, we harp on corporate practice in the veterinary industry. It's so hard to get to that ultimate why when you have eight layers of people that are between you and the decision maker of a protocol, of a process, of how you implement it, of all of these different things. And it's those layers that completely demotivate people. It's those layers that they just remove your autonomy to make decisions in the moment and be relentless in the pursuit of the mission to, to be able to creatively problem solve and try something. And then when, if, and when you make a mistake to have an engaging, meaningful conversation with the person that is ultimately to hold you accountable. It does not mean that you eliminate accountability as a whole, but when you have shared purpose, accountability becomes extremely easy. Accountability is simply a balance between a, a balance balance or excuse me between itself and empowerment. 
in, in between this being relentless and getting out and trying because we have to have bounds in which we operate. But again, the question is why? Why do we have those bounds? It's to fulfill the mission. So my challenge essentially to you is to find where you can implement solutions and engage purpose that aligns with your motivations. Again, here at Paw Health, we make our motivations exceptionally clear. And I'm thankful that we do because it does at least allow us the opportunity to thin the herd out a little bit, essentially, when we are in the hiring process. Focus extremely hard on serve the patient. We focus extremely hard on the fact that this job is taxing. It is difficult. It is not meant for everyone. But if you're willing to be relentless in your pursuit of this concept of serve the patient and to help those that need you the most, then there's nothing here that you can't do. Not everyone's going to have that clarity. Not every company is going to be able to just focus it down into their 10-second elevator speech or whatever. Sometimes it's a challenge for you to force that out of them. Sometimes you'll just know it and it's a gut feeling and you really can't put words to it. That's fine too. But ultimately, you have to find where you can implement solutions and engage a purpose that aligns with your motivations. So then the next thing is, well, actually, maybe it's the first thing, figure out what your motivations are. What the heck do you want to do? For me, it took me forever to figure that out. And honestly, I'm continuously engaging that and making sure that I'm being genuine to myself. And someday maybe I end up in a completely different seat, in a totally different area of life, of work, of whatever. But right now, I know with absolute certainty that I awkwardly stare into a camera and talk to myself essentially because this is meant to serve the patient. Now it might not be the patients that are downstairs right now. Thankfully this, you know, broadcast goes out to a lot of different people that are working in a lot of different places. And that was the whole point of putting together the podcast is to encourage these ideas to those that are simply listeners or are just not on the floor with us every day. So we're, we're hitting all of these different things. But if you share that purpose, that's something that you have control over. Like you can do everything in your power to serve the patients that are around you, even maybe if you're in an environment that doesn't ultimately share that same purpose with you. But then that comes to the next point is that you need to start to find a place that does. Once you know for sure what works for you, go find the people that you share that with and don't be afraid of it. Don't be, don't be disingenuous to yourself. Don't make the ultimate compromise of lying to yourself as a means to acquire a paycheck, as a means to maintain comfortability because nothing, no growth happens in the comfort zone. You, you can't actually get out and change and make a difference if you're just focused on being comfortable. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm fine with it. It's just not my thing. And, and that's really not what this is meant for. Meant for because I, I'm talking to the people that want to be relentless in fulfilling their purpose. You know, I really wasn't sure how to end this, but ultimately, don't be, a, 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 I guess, to kind of wrap this whole thing up, all I can really say is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of being aggressive. Don't be afraid of being relentless. This is 
a little bit to myself. I am tend to be a little bit fearful of trying things and doing things, but really focus in on where you can make a difference, where you can try, where you can improve protocol, where you can, you know, test things out, where you can implement things so dang well that you're a leader in simply the way that you do your job define purpose, make it so upsettingly clear for yourself and for those that are around you so that you can work to sharing it with those that you work with. Focus on the individual returns that that purpose provides. So for us, Serve the Patient works on so many different levels. It's just about continuing to focus, you know, to describe how that empowers everything that's around us because everything around us empowers it. It's a, it's a back and forth that I can't really say, I, I don't know one that works better. And I'm thankful that I'm able to live in a world where it'll, that, that actually exists. But again, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to get out and do it. Don't be afraid to ask why. Because why is gonna be the question that gets you to the answer. Uh, the answer that you need. So I hope that this wasn't terrible. Uh, again, this is super awkward for me. Um, it's the first time I've ever done this. So let me know kind of what your thoughts are on just listening to me ramble for 20 minutes or so. Um, if you have anything that is kind of outstanding that, you know, you're hoping for some additional clarity on or maybe a resource. Again, we always list out resources in the descriptions to these videos and, and podcasts. Um, all of, all of the books that I put down there, I've read, um, so I can maybe just try something else out. But, uh, last thing, just make sure that you subscribe. Uh, we're always trying to do different stuff on here and focusing on different ideas. You know, the next thing that I think we're going to do is do a kind of a debrief on a, a keynote speech that Dr. Carlo got to do. And we had some questions about there. So that should be pretty cool. Some pretty direct feedback for some folks that, uh, we were able to talk to and always trying something new. So just uh, stay tuned on all of that. Thanks for being patient with me and uh, y'all take care.